All right, everybody, welcome back to the Agents of Comic Book Podcast. I am Paul Christian. And I am Eric Jackson. That's right, and we're back uh, doing another episode here, doing more fan requests. Um, we got a bunch of requests for episodes into our Twitter and our email for uh, episodes we can do, books we can read, and movies we can watch, so we're... Doing the, la- the last one of those here before we take a little bit of a break and go do Watchmen. Yeah, we're done taking orders from you. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least temporarily. Then, <laughs> yeah. then give us more orders, please. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're doing that. If you're just joining us, if this is your first episode, you know, maybe you saw Green Lantern and you were like, ooh, that, that shimmy's my fancy. That was my favorite movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you saw like Black, we're doing Blackest Night, uh, obviously, today. But yeah, w- uh, we read and discuss one comic book arc, you know, one trade paperback, one story. Uh, and then after that, we read, uh, or sorry, we watch one movie or TV show based on that same character, just so we can kind of compare and see how they adapted things differently. Yeah. A fan on online by the name of Harmony Giant requested this. Uh, he said he wanted us to read Blackest Night, which is a you know a huge event in the DC universe right before everything got rebooted uh, by Jeff Johns, who was writing Green Lantern at the time. He basically did a huge Green Lantern event that tied in all the other heroes and everything and whatnot. Okay. Uh, so Harmony Giant requested that we read that, and then... <laughs> Uh, he also requested that we watch the Green Lantern movie, so thank you so much for that. <laughs> I mean, it was an experience. It was an experience. Neither of us had seen the movie. But so. I mean, what else could he have given us? Like, just the animated stuff? Yeah, I guess something animated, but it's, pro- it's probably more of like, yeah, I'm going to make him watch this shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I respect that. I probably would have done the same thing. Honestly, it was kind of <laughs> worth it. Yeah, because I mean, honestly, it kind of was, because there's no way we would have ever watched that movie if no. this had not been requested. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> and luckily, we did not have to pay for it. Yeah, luckily, it was on our HBO subscription. So, no, where was it? Amazon? No, it's, it was on HBO. Oh, gotcha. Through Amazon. Why was yeah. that on HBO? I don't know. They, they, it's a big ticket. We've got to get the rights to yeah, Green Yeah, they got to hold those right. But yeah, we'll be uh, reading and discussing Black Knight and then watching that a little bit later. If you do want to leave a request to your own, I think we have one spot open. I don't know for sure, but if you want to leave a five star review and then send us what you want to, uh, you know, what you want us to read or watch. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Agents of Podcast. Uh, that's also where we tweet all of our comic book nonsense. Uh, where you can follow <laughs> us. And if you follow us, we always follow you back, uh, unless you, for some reason, don't want us to. <laughs> yeah, I don't but know. But I assume you probably do, so we'll follow you back. Just I mean, you never know. Th- this is a book club podcast. We're not above you. We're, oh, yeah. we're right there in the slums with you. Yeah, we want to be inclusive. Yeah, we want to be in the streets. We want to be with you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so follow us on Twitter, at Agents of Podcast. Definitely follow us there. Also, if you want to send us mail, we'll read it on the podcast and kind of talk about it, too. Oh, yeah. So you can tell, you know, tell us what you're reading. Uh, at agents or it's at agents of comic book at gmail.com if you yep. want to send us mail. Yeah, so let us know what you're reading. I mean, what we're interested because I mean, right now I'm reading through uh, some Avengers books. I just got done reading uh, all of the Hickman run of Avengers, which was really fun. Uh, are you reading anything right now? I just finished uh, the what was that? The first book in the Invisibles finally. Oh, nice. So, so, so you I'm... finished the whole first volume of Invisibles? Yep. So uh, now I'm, I'm pretty much just asking for the rest of the. I think there's four books altogether. So the last two books. Uh, is there four books? I, I think there's there were four. Three. Okay. So you're but, catching up on some Grant Morrison stuff. Yeah. So you, and that and yeah, I'm still on the second volume of uh, Doom Patrol too. So oh I'm nice. Working my way through that. Is the second volume of Invisibles hard to find? Because I think that's out of print. I, I found it on Amazon pretty easy. Oh, okay, so nice. Well, so, like second. Be- okay, I'm gonna sound like a simpleton here, but is it? What's the difference between a volume and a book? Uh, there's not really. Um, volumes can be like six issues, or they can be. It's arbitrary kind okay. of it just depends on how they print it because yeah because on amazon they labeled them like the book i had the one you got me that was book one and then there's four three other books yeah because sometimes later on they'll collect more issues all together okay uh, which is always nice i like when they do that but, yeah yeah 
Oh, but no, no. By all means, ask me any uh, newbie comic book questions. <laughs> that's why we have you here. Oh yeah, yeah. Because uh, we d- don't talk about the background we, that we have a lot of with comics, which we probably should. But uh, Eric is uh, you're probably like a newer reader. Um, at least, oh yeah. I mean, most of the stuff that we read, you haven't read yet, which is in- in- interesting. Yeah, which is um, what I've been loving too. Right. So I mean, you're kind of by le- you fans leaving us requests, you're kind of like creating his reading list. For, <laughs> you're kind of creating his first impression as a comic book fan. <laughs> at least, at least, uh, I mean more so in like the mainstream like i've read yeah. a lot of like independent comics and oh things sure like yeah that, but yeah so we're kind of tossing you rolling right into blackest night <laughs> yeah like the, i mean this was like my my first like biggest green lantern for sure yeah this this might be like one of the first like event books you've read too i think yeah definitely because i don't because event books are kind of like when everything all ties together at once i mean unless no nah, you would you wouldn't count uh longest night or, or longest Halloween. Long Halloween. No, that's a that's a Batman like uh, maxi series. Yeah, yeah. and it, an event would be like Civil War. Or yeah, something, like yeah. all like a bunch of different like superheroes. Yeah, coming we're into the same. We're thing. like every book's continuity gets put on hold. For, yeah, like yeah. War of the Realms, for example, is doing that or did it recently. Okay. Yeah, so gotcha. So this is this is very much a bona fide event. Okay. Um, after we read Blackest Night, I actually picked up and read a little bit more of the Johns Green Lantern stuff because I had. Put that on pause a while. Yes, ago. Say, isn't Jeff Johns a pretty big guy? He's a huge writer. Yeah, he's okay. a huge comic book Sad, writer. I recognize the name. Um, but yes, he he did like a, a really long epic on Green Lantern, which is where this is kind of culminating a little bit. Like is this, that where where he where Coast City got destroyed? Uh, yeah. Well, Coast City got destroyed shortly before his run, actually. Okay. Uh, but his picks up like in the wake of it, where Hal Jordan's like, "Whoa, holy shit!" Gotcha. Because his run kind of picks up right where Hal Jordan comes back as Green Lantern. Okay. Because Jeff Johns came. That back. That was after he was <laughs> Parallax. Because Jeff, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So you, you picked up on that from context. That's yeah, good, yeah. You know? They picked, they had mentioned that a few times. Yeah, because Jeff Johns kind of came back to DC and he was like, "I want to put all my favorite superheroes back in charge." Guess what? <laughs> Hal Jordan, you're back to life. Barry <laughs> Allen, you're back to life. And it's like, all right, man, whatever. They were dead for a long time, but. I guess now it's your turn. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's where we'll be picking up. We're going to be reading Blackest Night, which is that big event, and then we'll talk about that fucking Green Lantern movie right <laughs> after that. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Yeah. So like we talked about, this first issue kind of picks up, kind of catching us up on some of what's been going on uh, in the DC universe just up until this point, because this event has a lot to do with DC continuity in the sense that it has a lot to do with like hero deaths. Mm-hmm. So catching us up on kind of where the universe is right now is kind of important for this story because there's a lot, a lot, a lot of threat shit thrown at you in this event, which I know. is kind of like I was reading it and I was like, oh boy, Eric's not going to know what's happening in any of these pages. <laughs> I know, like, like they'd come up to someone and be like, oh, like it was after Sue and Patrick died, and it was just like, who are these people? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and as I was reading it, because now that I had that that impression, I was kind of like, oh, that's kind of like a flaw on Jeff Johns writing this to a little extent because. Like, I understand, like, you don't want to hold everyone's hand about every yeah. little event that happens. Like, you don't want to re-explain everything. But at the same time, this is an event book. So this is a book that's meant to pull in new readers. Oh. And, like, so, like, if it's meant to be, like, the kind of book where if you're just reading, you know, Teen Titans and, you know, you see that Blackest Night is happening and you say, oh, Teen Titans has these three issues that tie in with Blackest Night. Maybe I'll go and read Blackest Night so I can see what's happening. Yeah. Like, it's meant to draw in new people. So I feel like if you're going to try to draw in new people, you shouldn't assume that everyone knows all the backstory of Aquaman's son and how he got murdered by the Black Manta and, you know, shit like that. Yeah, I mean, I guess a little bit of, like, a 
le- like a recap or that's, just a that's description what I mean. would have been nice. But at the same time, you kind of pick up on it, con- do- on context clues. You and do. You a can kind of you can kind of connect the it's lines. It's just a lot at once because every every scene is like, no, you're the person I betrayed. No, you're the person I let down. <laughs> yeah. No, you're my old teammate. It's like it's a lot. <laughs> I know because once it starts getting into like the dead start rising, and then like it'll be someone trying to like get away, and then a new zombie person will come up and be like, oh, you're the person who did this to me. I'll be like, right. who is this? <laughs> yeah. So that's one thing if you're gonna pick up this book too is it's kind of just something to be aware of it's you might want to do a little bit of research but at the same time they'll catch you up on most of it it's just going to be some of it might go over your head and it might not get the same impact Mm -hmm. but if you're someone who is you know was following all of like a lot of dc books leading up to this this book probably would have like really hit for you oh yeah you would have been like wow they're throwing all this shit back in a really cool way i was gonna say it seemed like they like call back on a lot of like taglines right exactly this is a story that had been kind of hinted at all through jeff john's run like there was like this prophecy that the green lanterns knew about like oh the blackest night is coming and all the different you know color emotional cores that the green lantern will have to band together i was gonna say isn't that like part of their whole uh speech thing? in brightest day and blackest night yeah, right yeah. exactly um so he's kind of t- taking the blackest night and making it a literal thing in this story yeah, but i think that's kind of cool yeah, it's kind of a neat take it's, it's also idea. it's also kind of a callback to a uh grant uh, not a Grant Morrison, an Alan Moore uh, Green Lantern story. <laughs> Don't mix too. up those two. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, he yeah. will put a curse on you. <laughs> a Scottish curse. <laughs> right. um, but, no, Alan Moore will curse oh, you. Oh, okay, right. No, Grant Morrison's a nice man. Yeah, he Grant Morrison's the nice man. He magician. won't curse me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, this is a callback to a little bit of an Alan Moore story where uh, Hal Jordan got stuck on this uh, planet called Ismalt, which is in Sector 666, which they mentioned a couple <laughs> yeah, times. Yeah. That's where the Black Lanterns come from, is what okay. Je- Jeff Johns is saying now. So before... So, like, before all this happened, the core was, like, they they knew that the Black Lantern core was a thing, right? No. So, this was all created? Yes. This is all this, this is okay. all Jeff John's creation. Gotcha. In fact, all the Green Lantern corps, except for the yellow one, So, are there's never, like, a crazy prophecy that was, like, one day the Black Lantern corps will rise. Well, there, well, that's what they mentioned in that Alan Moore story. Very ah, briefly. Okay. They're like, oh, beware the blackest night. Ah, and then, gotcha. like, it's a one line. That's all it is. And okay. so, Jeff it's... John's, is like, loves that story. And he's like, I'm going to do my own thing. He took that one line exactly. and ran with it. Right. Okay. So, this story... If you haven't picked up on it by now, is hit basically the Black Lanterns are coming back. It's a zombie story. Yeah, um, but no, it's a really cool story. It's a yeah. really awesome idea. It's an interesting take because it's a bunch of dead superheroes coming back, and at the same time, it's almost like a statement on like you know them trying to explain why so many superheroes come back from the dead. I know because that's a big gripe that a lot of comic and like that universe, especially like, a lot of non-readers, yeah, the yeah. haters that like think that it's just too unrealistic, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh well, like it doesn't matter if someone dies, they're just gonna come back. Yeah, this is definitely putting like an omega-sized lampshade over all that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um because it starts out where like these uh these dead heroes are coming back for uh you know some some big name ones too who had died recently like uh, Martian Manhunter mm-hmm. and Aquaman. Yeah, Aquaman. And just to give a little bit of background too, this story takes place in the wake of Final Crisis, which was another huge event. That was a Grant Morrison thing that kind of rounded out his Batman run. Okay. So that's why Batman's off the board in this event too cuz everyone thinks Batman is dead. Uh, and for all intents and purposes, he is, but I, we don't need to go into it, but it's more complicated than that. It's really cool what's going on with him. But. Yeah, it's a cool story. Go read Grant Morrison's Batman, cause it's <laughs> a good time. Um, but yeah, so Batman's off the board, but also these dead heroes are coming back. So, you know, Mira gets attacked by like an undead Aquaman and... Um, Riding like a death seahorse. Right. <laughs> and the, the Adam gets attacked by like undead Hawkman and Hawkgirl, which is pretty cool. Um, 
Yeah, that was another set that like a lot of the stuff confused because I have no reference about Hawkman and Hawkgirl. So oh, like right. their whole conversation, I was like, I don't know who anyone is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a lot to catch up on if you're <laughs> jumping into Blackest Night. But yeah. I mean, a lot of it you don't need to know. It's just kind of like these are heroes and they're going to do a thing. Yeah, exactly. So, like to a certain extent, that's all you need. Yeah. Because yeah, you can't expect like even even people who are DC readers, you can't expect them to be caught up on like ev- what everyone's doing. Like there's got to be a lot of Hawkman like people who are like, I don't know anything about Hawkman. Yeah, like, like I'd imagine there's like hardcore DC or maybe not hardcore but like big DC fans that just aren't into Hawkman yeah everyone just has their characters and sometimes you just stick to your characters yeah You'll read them in when they come up in other books. You'll learn a little bit about them. But even Hawkman is a guy whose origins change a lot, okay. so it's hard to keep up with. Even if you're a Hawkman fan, gotcha. Um, but yeah, so the, the opening of this issue is because uh, Hal Jordan is in it in the initially, but then he kind of leaves because he has to go. And this is something that in the podcast today we're just covering the main issues, like the main eight issues of this event. But there's mm-hmm. also a lot of stuff going on in other books. Yeah, there's like simultaneously. Yeah, it's it's basically like a side story, the Blackest Night. Exactly, it's like the stuff going on. Um, and the, the, the Green Lantern thing. stories, especially, are kind of important to this, but not necessary. Like you can figure out what's going on without them. I feel like I mean what they're doing in terms of like the grand scope of things, it's important, but not. As far as storytelling, as it. far as storytelling, it's not. You don't need to necessarily see it. Yeah, because, no. Because where Hal Jordan is, is he's off with the other leaders of the other Lantern Corps, like uh, you know Sinestro and yeah, uh, trying to band all the cores together, right? And Atrocitus and Larfreeze and all yeah. them. Atrocitus was awesome. In yeah, this. I like. Uh, uh, who are your favorite corpse members? We can get that off the board too. Now that you've kind of been introduced to him, like your Atrocitus favorite corpse was awesome. And then, leader, yeah. and then okay, who was um I'm drawing a blank on his name? Uh, the the orange dude. That's that's Larfreeze. That dude was awesome. Yeah, the, he, he's he's one of my favorites. <laughs> He, he's the only orange lantern. Uh, and what is his, like, what is uh, his emotion? Avarice, greed. Ah, That's gotcha. why he was always like, mine! That, and like, that's where Lex Luthor, yep, that's where he got. Exactly, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, when he was, like, talking, he's like, yeah, I, I want to do the mission, but I'm a little bit hungry. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, you dick. Because he's always like, I want more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that that's uh, Larfrey's. So that the, that's why it kind of takes a long time for Hal Jordan to kind of get them all to work together, because they all have, like, wide ranges of emotions and, th- you know, thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of off in his own issues, kind of banding them together and hunting after the Black Lantern itself on Planet 666 or on Ismalt. Okay. Um, but what we're... We're going to be dealing with is what's going on on Earth, where shit's going down. Yeah. Um, okay, and then one other thing, uh, the Indigo. Was that something created for this, or is that... Well, all, yes, all, all the Lantern Corps are created for this, except for the yellow one. So all of them were created in Jeff John's run. Oh, Leading really? up to this, yes. Oh, okay. So they were all created sh- shortly before this. Okay, gotcha. Like, honestly, as far as the compa- the compassion, like the Indigo Corps, like, you're learning about it as we are. This is kind of where they That's first... kind of what I figured. Because yeah, is... a lot of the people were like, who the hell are they? Yeah, even Hal's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this is the, where they're finally being introduced to the story. And, and even at this point, we just learned who, like, the Hope Lanterns were and uh, the Rage Lanterns. Like, they're still, like, fresh, like, real okay, fresh. Okay, gotcha. Like, we were just introduced to them. Like maybe so, ten issues ago. Is this why Atrocitus doesn't have the kitty yet? Yeah, okay. yeah. The, the kitty, act, uh, Dexter, actually gets introduced right after this event. Okay. Um, who's another really cool Rage Lantern? <laughs> uh, so what? Yeah. So what these issues mainly deal with is the attack on Earth, which is the main players of this story. I would say there's a lot of characters involved, obviously, but if I had to name the main characters of what we're covering, I'd say Barry Allen, mm-hmm. the Flash, uh, the Atom, Ray Palmer, um, Mira, for sure. 
Yeah. Uh, if you don't know Mira, she's a, a Aquaman character. She's Aquaman's wife who yep. was uh, originally sent as an assassin to get him, but then fell in love. So yeah, I'd say the main players are, are probably those three. It's the yeah. Flash, you know, Mira and the Atom, which is kind of cool, you know, because Superman. It's weird because Superman and Wonder Woman are, have no reason not to be in this story, but they don't really. Until yeah, the they end. don't show up to way later. Yeah, they're just like busy. Like, <laughs> yeah. they, they have their own tie-in issues, so I'll right. just go with it. But it's you know, it's nice to have someone else take the spotlight for once, especially yeah. you know characters like Mira and uh, the Atom who never you know get the spotlight. Barry Allen does, sure, but yeah, he's back from the dead, so I, I'll give him that. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of nice learning about them because I I really knew nothing about Mira. Yeah, and the Atom too, because the Atom uses his powers yeah, really in a really cool way in this story. Yeah, it's times, awesome. Where he can like go through phones, fiber optics. Yeah, he can yeah. He, he can call someone and then shrink to the size that he can go through the phone wire. Which I don't know. Okay, does it have to be a landline? Probably. I would think. I don't think he can go through a cell signal. Yeah, no. But that, I think that makes sense though, because the other because he only uses it once to escape to the JLA, which is a landline, and then and then once the nine one one operator, yep. which would also be landline, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, although he calls from a cell phone. I don't know how that works. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll run with it. He can go subatomic. I'll yeah. go with it. He can run through, like, uh, cell phone waves. Yeah, he's a smart guy. Yeah. Uh, but then, like you said, yeah, Mira also gets the spotlight, too, just because she's being... Uh, there's a lot of dead Atlanteans yeah. where this takes up, because Aquaman and Aquaman's son with Mira are, have both been murdered. Mm. Uh, Black Manta kind of killed both of them, so they're kind of... And that's isn't this one thing I have a, a problem with, a, a little bit of a problem with in Blackest Night. These heroes will come back and say all these horrible things, just kind of like fucking with people, and you're kind of just sitting there wondering, like, whoa, like Aquaman's a dick. Yeah, they <laughs> cut like right to the core. Yeah, they're like, I never loved you. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> like, you're the reason I'm dead. Exactly. Like, whoa. It's and like the like, worst possible things they'd say. It's very off-putting at first, but then you kind of find out as it goes on that this isn't actually them. Like, some heroes who know a little bit more about, like, you know, the afterlife kind of get some insight into what's going on, and they're like, no, this isn't them. Like, this is they're just using their images. Yeah, it's like a parasite. Like, the, ring, the rings are using their memories to, like, elicit stronger emotions. Yeah, it's almost like they're just, like, wearing their personalities and, like, kind of becoming the worst version of themselves. Yeah, it's like, if, it's like an AI almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, which... Which and my problem with that is once you figure that out, it kind of takes the steam out of a lot of what's going on. Because the a whole, little bit, the whole point of the Black Lantern thing is that they're like we need to get an emotional reaction out of them, and then we can turn them. You know, then we can turn them into a Black Lantern. So we need to get an emotional reaction out of them. That's why they say all these horrible things. Yeah, but aren't you going to have less of an emotional reaction once you realize it's just like a, a professional troll? I mean, a little bit, but at the same time, it's also like I feel like. Just the emotion of being like extremely pissed that there's someone basically necromancing someone you loved and using their emo- using their like memories of you and like your relationship to like attack you. Yeah, I guess it depends on what emotion he feeds on. Yeah, that's true. Because it kind of seemed initially like he was feeding on like grief and guilt, but then like later, like, I don't know if rage is enough. Like if you can just be pissed that Necron is yeah. fucking with his corpse, is that enough? I don't well, know. I, I feel like just because it's not the actual person saying it, just like they're freaking disembodied corpse it's still it, disturbing it, it would still give you grief yeah I, I, yeah I suppose it's still right. disturbing yeah like, and dude like this whole comic was like a horror comic yeah like, definitely like there were always like if I would have read this when I was like 12 years old I would have been scared shitless <laughs> yeah. like, this was scary holy shit Aquaman's riding an undead seahorse <laughs> yeah or like especially the parts where dudes just get their hearts ripped out of their oh, chest yeah. like no, there was brutal. a lot of that yeah a lot of people died just because they can kind of get brought back at the end <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah Adam and Mira and Flash are just kind of going around trying to basically rally the troops and just kind of be like we need to like get this together like figure out how to beat these guys and like because initially they actually figure out how to defeat the black lanterns or at least like the troops 
initially right away. Yeah, it can, and it seems like it works. It does, but the problem is the only way to beat them is to use like light-based powers, like mm. especially Green Lantern rings. Um, and then that, if you focus that on the Black Lantern ring, it will destroy it. So they need like light-based powers, but the only thing is like obviously there's like no lanterns left, or the ones who have are off-world and like yeah. doing extremely important shit. Yeah, the only one is, is Hal, but he can't do everything. Right, and they they even mention like some light-based superheroes who for some reason don't yeah. play a big part in the story like they should. Well, they mention Dove, but she doesn't come in till way That's later. That's the thing is like they keep. Uh, bringing in Mira and Adam, and I'm like, okay, this is cool, but like, they don't have a great reason to be in this story. But like, no. they even call out like, hey, the Ray Dove, like these are two pe- people who like used like light based, or they have like a resistance. And yeah. For some reason, they're not in the story. Yeah, they don't bring them in until it's like the last possible moment. Yeah, this would have been like the story to have, like, because the <laughs> Ray is like a really cool hero, and he, uh, like, yeah, I don't even know he, who he should is. be used more because he's like one of the only, like one of their like only like gay superheroes. Okay, so he should be used a lot more. Like this would have been a great opportunity. What are be, his like, powers? He's light based, so he like has light based powers. He can travel through light. He kind of uses oh, okay. light as a weapon. That's pretty dope. So he would have been perfect for this. Yeah, because it's like light. <laughs> so he, as, yeah. It seems like the perfect day. It's like holy shit! This is your job. <laughs> yeah, this, this is your my moment, moment. Yeah. <laughs> get the ray in here right now he's yeah. leading the justice league jesus um but yeah for some reason he never shows up and they they pump up dove is the answer too but mm. she doesn't have any lines or she has one line one line she has one, one pan- line one panel yeah it's like this really seems like it was built up to be more <laughs> i know but give dove her moment Come yeah on. like obviously i'm guessing she's pretty obscure a little bit. Hawk and Dove I, are like... I've never heard of they're her. They're Titans. Oh, and is she is she together with Hawkman? Yeah. Well, not Hawkman. I mean, they're in that Hawk. universe. It's a different character. Oh, right, right. They're in that Titan show, too. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember them yeah. now. Yep. So, I mean, it would have been a cool moment for them, but I think Jeff Johns just wants to give everything to Barry Allen. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a Barry Allen super fan. Yeah, he gave Barry Allen a lot of light. Yeah. Uh, but as they're recruiting all these troops, uh, the the main you know the main bad thing happens, which is Black Hand, who is kind of the leader of at this point of the Black Lanterns. He's basically like a human who was corrupted from a young age to be like be really into murder for some reason because his voice kept calling to him from the abyss, which I think people on Earth just kind of assumed he was crazy. But he was being, you know, tempted by Necron to okay. like join the Black Lanterns. Okay. Um, so it wasn't like, oh, he played a lot of violent video games. No, it was, <laughs> this wasn't Trump's uh, fiction. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Black Hand is uh, his whole goal was to bring the the Black Lantern uh, power battery itself to Earth. Okay. Which he's able to do. He summons it here with like these like guardians kind of floating around it, all corrupted by the Black Lantern core itself. They had no idea that the Black Lantern was a thing until it happened. Um, they well, had no suspicion. Well, they were, people kept trying to warn them about it, and they were kept being in denial. They were they were like, "No, we like we we're ahead of all of this. Like we're the smartest things on like in the universe. Yeah, like, that's, that's nothing's going to sneak up on us." Yeah, and then like the Black Lantern like snuck up on one of them, and then it kind of infected the rest of them. And that was that empty seat. Yeah, yeah. Well, and there were a couple of Guardians at this point who branched off and joined other cores. Yeah, too, yeah. Uh, who you probably met as well later mm-hmm. on in the run. Yep. Um, but yeah, so now that the Black Lantern battery is on Earth, that's when like you know shit gets really bad because then Necron shows up and we kind of yeah. get introduced to him formally. He's like basically the leader of the the Black Lantern Corps, kind of like their embodiment because you can't even kill him easily. He'll just transfer bodies. Yeah, he's basically death like personified. Yeah, he he calls him, and it's interesting because the DC and I kind of wanted to talk about this just because I think it's interesting. DC has a couple entities that are kind of responsible for death. Um, so it's kind of like, it's interesting how that dynamic works. Because Necron kind of comes up and claims like he's the Grim Reaper, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like anyone- Yeah, he's, like, his design even looks like he's got a giant scythe. Exactly. Like- and he says, like, anyone who dies, it's because of me. Anyone who comes back from death, it's because of me. Yeah. So it's like he's responsible. But then there's also other characters like um, like Death in the Sandman universe Okay, is a big character. Like, she's the sister of, of Dream. 
So she's like a big, uh, in that Gaiman book, a very popular character, mm-hmm. uh, another personification of death. And there's also the Black Racer, who is a fourth world character, like Dark Side related. Okay. So he's also like another person they say is like responsible for death. So it's interesting. It'd be interesting to have someone do a book that kind of like explains that hierarchy. Yeah. Because it does. Well, kinda... do, do you think they take Gaiman stuff into the continuity? I Yeah, they do a lot. Okay. Sandman shows up in a few different books. Okay. Um, he's, he, he, show, he showed up recently in, Ju- in Justice League and some other stuff. Oh, nice. Um, so I, I feel like they take that de- version of death very seriously, but I don't know. Uh, Necron gets used the most, I think, just because no. he's the easiest to use. Okay. Because literally anytime you try to use a Gaiman character, you have to get his permission. Oh, I see. Yeah. And I'm sure that costs a little bit of money. Well, I don't know if it costs money. He just wants to make sure that nobody's doing anything stupid with it. Oh, yeah. He's got to have his creative like. like I want to have Sandman be Superman. Like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that'd work. And so with the Black Lantern battery uh, on Earth, all the Green Lantern, like Hal Jordan and, and Hal and Pals kind of come back. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's, you know, with uh, with Carol and Atrocitus and Sinestro and all the different leaders of the different corps. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all come down and they're like, oh, shit, the battery's here now. Like, now we're really fucking in trouble. Yep. And they kind of combine all their light powers to free one of the Guardians, which seems uh, easy. Yeah. And Necron doesn't stop them either. Yeah. They're just like, we need to free him. (laughs) Like, Necron, his role in this is very questionable to me. I don't know if it's intentional, but, like, even during the the huge fight at the end, like, Necron doesn't do anything. He's just kind of standing around. You can see him in the background sometimes just watching. Straight up just standing. He's just watching, like, yes. (laughs) My minions. And as all the lanterns are, like, freeing the guardians, he's like, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) That's a shame. With the guardian freed, they kind of, they take some of the guardians and they go and they kind of huddle up with some of the remaining heroes who are trying to ban together because some of the heroes uh eventually get to say is this the point where superman's already yeah because when necron shows up he's able to actually like he uses uh batman's or what he he wants people to think is batman's body yeah very briefly to fight the justice league which gets them all to kind of like have an emotional weakness Mm -hmm. uh which allow which allows necron to get into their hearts and turn them into black lanterns yeah like sends flying rings at him yeah so at this point wonder woman and superman a lot of the heavy hitters have now also turned into black lanterns yep so it's pretty much just like our main three and like a couple stragglers and like you know the titans show up at one point yeah it's looking bad yeah and but now we have the guardian and the and the lanterns back, which helps a little bit. Mm. And the guardians, their their plan is basically like we. The only way to beat these guys is with light based powers. Again, where's the ray? We have not seen him. <laughs> <laughs> and they've mentioned Dove, but still not there. Nope. But he, she's like, uh, the guardians basically like we need to deputize. You know, we gotta we mm. need more lanterns out there. So it's time to recruit. We haven't done this in a long time. <laughs> yeah. it's massive recruitment time. Yep. And then like you know, Atrocitus and Larfreeze, and they all look at their lant at their lanterns. And yeah. Like, Larfreeze is like, I don't want to share. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and all the all the rings go out and search for new people and this is kind of like a, a big wow moment for the, for the event mm. this is what you know got a lot of people pumped up because it's all these characters in the DC universe who are now getting their own power rings yeah it's awesome because that's always a fun thing to speculate with about characters in the DC universe like ooh what power ring would they get you know what emotion yeah, yeah, yeah. is like their strongest emotion yeah that, that is cool so it's kind of like yeah so and it, they only deputize one each which I thought was not enough yeah they could have used more yeah or, maybe, or is, maybe have like 10 Green Lanterns or is there, I mean is there a limit I don't know I mean if there is there's a lot of dead lanterns because so like, you could there's Probably spots to fill. Because does like duplicating it, does that like uh, kind of spread the power? Or well, you, well it... you, I think there is some kind of limit because when a lantern dies, the ring seeks a replacement. So it's okay. like it's filling a spot. Gotcha. But at the same time, there's probably a lot of spots to fill right now. Yeah. There's been a lot of death. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
But yeah, it basically picks one each, except for there's not another Green Lantern. Oh, no, there is. Uh, the Guardian. The, the Guardian yeah. becomes the Green Lantern, yeah. Yep. And uh, the Yellow Lantern becomes... Oh, I actually have these all listed out, because some of them I really like, and there's yeah. a couple that I thought were dumb. Scarecrow is the best. Yeah, Scarecrow is... That's just like an obvious one. It's yeah. like, who should have the Fear Lantern? Because <laughs> well, I think Batman probably would have been the pick, because they've hinted yeah. at him being a Fear Lantern before. Yeah. But he's dead right now, so they can't use him. Well, well quote, unquote, unquote dead. Unquote dead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Scarecrow is the next obvious pick because he gets the, this whole run. They've kind of showed him a few times. I know. I love how they built it up, how he's just like going crazy about how he's not afraid of anything and he just wants to be afraid. Yeah, because he's like, the only thing that ever scared me was Batman. And without yep. Batman, I, he's just going around trying to shake people. He's like, say boo. Scare me. <laughs> like, I want to feel what you're feeling. Yeah. And so when the fear like ring finds him, he's like, yes. You yeah. know, it's like he's getting his fix. It's a great moment. The, the Hope Lantern, they give to Barry Allen which I'm like you know fine like he came back from the dead I guess you know that gives hope you know like the original Flash is back I, can, I mean honestly that's kind of just like an interchangeable you could give that to anyone you, you could. almost it, honestly it should have gone to Superman but oh I, yeah but it, like, he, yeah. Like he like he has a symbol on his chest saying hope <laughs> I know <laughs> but it's like they didn't want to have it be that's just too obvious well he already pick. had the Black Lantern True. well yeah but I mean it, uh, you could have written it differently yeah 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 so Barry Allen is the, the pick for hope uh, just because they didn't want to use Superman I think they just wanted to get some other players in here hmm um, and also, let's be real, Jeff Johns just wanted him to stay in the story. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they just wanted to give him something to, like, kind of build off of. Right. And that, it, that it's, it's a little bit forced, because that's my problem with the only two I don't like that I think are bad picks are the yeah, Adam. you had a big problem with Mira, right? Yeah, Mira is, as Rage is a weird pick. Like, I get that she's kind of mad right now, but so is everybody. Like, everybody's mad. Like, Rage I mean, isn't, like, her a personality didn't, trait. Didn't she just recently lose Aquaman, though? Uh, yeah, a little bit, but and I mean, like she, Anderson. Every, I don't know if it, how recently it was, but I even guess, still, yeah. everyone's being fucked with right now. It, it kind of seemed like it was just like they handed out the other ones, but and the other ones are had... all based on their like actual personalities, not just how they're feeling. You yeah, know what I mean, I think they kind of just had to throw that one together. I think so, but there's so many better like, picks for rage though. For superheroes or villains, it doesn't have to be. Oh, a hero. true, yeah, because yeah. Scarecrow got one. Yeah, yeah, you could have given it to. Yeah, anyone. There's so many rage based. It could like Ares or something cool, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Bane. I mean. I think I think it's the same thing. He just wanted to keep Mira in the story, so yeah. it's like fine. She had to give her some. And then like the Adam is compassion. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's is another he compassionate? one. That's another one that's kind of like you can give it to anybody. Interchangeable. Yeah. It's like okay, sure, whatever. Because I mean, I feel like if you're a superhero, you gotta have some compassion. I know. But <laughs> he's the tiny compassionate man. I guess. Yeah. And then finally, one that I really like was uh, greed goes to Lex Luthor. I'm like, that was so the greed awesome. ring going to a billionaire. I'm like, perfect. Right. <laughs> this is perfect. <laughs> yeah, he's like, ah, oh, yes. And then the the plan doesn't even really work perfectly because like Lex Luthor like attacks them all right away. <laughs> I know, like immediately. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, mine. I want all the rings. I'm like, well, no, there's a great panel I saved too where it was like, because Scarecrow was like going nuts, and then Lex Luthor saw him like he was about to kill like the Black Hand. And then that's when Left Loser was like, no, like, this is my moment. Like, I want it. I want to be the one to save everyone. Right. Like, Superman's always taking my moment. Now is now it's my time. Yeah. So then he fucks it up. Yeah. So it kind of almost doesn't work just because they have no chemistry. Yeah, exactly. They're just the bad news bears of superheroes. Yeah, like, a couple of them have cool moments. Like, Scarecrow kind of seems like he's giving them the business. I was going to say, Scarecrow was, like, a vital member of the team. Yeah. He no. was killing it. He was. Oh, we didn't mention it, actually. The final one, too. Um, Wonder Woman is the uh, for the Love Lanterns. Yeah, that was great. For the great. Star Sapphires. That's a great one. Yeah, yeah, She's, like, the embodiment of, like, love and, like, the ambassador on Earth. So that's, like, a mm-hmm. great pick. Like, that one I loved. Yeah, I love um, that one. No pun intended. <laughs> um, but as they're kind of taking it to Necron, Necron actually finds what he came here looking for. Yeah, this was awesome. Which was he digs up... And it's a complicated concept, so we'll kind of go over it. It's, I like it. It's a, it's cool. It's yeah. very, like, Morrison-y a little bit. It um, is. 
where it's like he digs up. It's it's like a new cosmic entity that he's really revealing. It's like yeah, they, the, they just call it the entity. The life entity yeah. is what it ends up being called. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's like a really. It's just like a weird slit in reality. It's just like a white, like looking alien thing. Yeah, it looks like an, like an alien fetus looking thing, like yeah. almost two thousand one space odyssey looking thing. So are they saying that like that's that's basically God? No, I don't think there's because there is a god. That I mean, not like God, but that's like that's the life force of like all beings. It's what, yeah, it's what spawned like like I imagine like maybe like what like the the presence who is like God in the DC universe, okay. like maybe like and I'm just just making up my own just shit here. Bond, yeah. But maybe he like planted the entity in Earth and then like life started sprouting. Or yeah, something. Like that's, like that's it's still his creation. That's the force that connects us. Yeah, all. like he created the life entity and then the life entity created us. Okay, is, I think what I'm getting out of this. Yeah, it, it could go either way. Yeah, but um, it's kind of cool because there's also these other entities for. There's basically an entity for each Lantern Corps, because Parallax is the entity for the Fear Lanterns. Okay. And then uh, this book actually goes on to show all the other entities for each other Lantern Corps, too, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but the life entity is what Necron's here to kill, because he's like, this spawned all life. If I destroy this, I can end all life, and then yep. we all go back to the cold, silent grave. <laughs> um, which is whole his whole motivation, which I don't, I'm not crazy about. Because it's not the the most interesting motivation for a villain. It's not. Which is, I need to kill all yeah, life. Yeah, like, I want everyone it's to like, be uh, dead. Okay. <laughs> sure. Well, I guess we all have team up now. Yeah. Um, And he goes to kill the life entity, which I guess takes a long time. Because he's really just trying to stab it. He's yeah, like, come on, buddy. He's just shearing away. It must take a while to kill that thing. Cause I mean, it, I would assume. It gives uh, Sinestro time to kind of. Sinestro's like, no, this is my moment now. Like, because mm-hmm. Hal Jordan is like, he wants to. He's like, listen, if we can take over the life entity, we can maybe draw back all of these yeah, people. Like, it just needs a pilot. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> like they're like, well, par- like you can drive Parallax. You mm-hmm. know, we can maybe we can drive the life entity. And so Sinestro's like, no, I'm doing this shit. Like, kind of like Lex Luthor. He's like, I want this to be my moment. Yeah. Well, he tells Hal, he's like, you fucked up with Parallax. Like, now this is my chance. Yeah. Which is fair. He's like, all right, fine. Yeah, go it's ahead. A fair point. Yeah. And he almost gets it because he he takes over the life entity and kind of manages it pretty well. But he gets to, yeah, he, he rips out Necron's heart. Yeah. He he defeats Necron, but then that's well, what defeats. that's when they, that's when they realize that you can't kill Necron that yeah. easily. He transfers bodies. Yeah. Um. So Sinestro gets defeated. You know, if they had known that, he might have done better. But. Yeah. No, so Sinestro loses the life entity, and then Necron goes back to trying to stab it. Yeah, right. <laughs> and um, get the stabbies. That's when Deadman shows up, who has kind of played a small yeah, role. Yeah, Deadman. He popped in and out of the run. Do you do you know Deadman at all? No, but he was cool. Yeah, no, Deadman is a, one of those DC supernatural characters that pops in and out of a lot of different books. Like he'll show up in Swamp Thing or Justice League Dark. Uh, you know, I like Boston Brand a lot because uh, his power is. You might have picked up on this. He can. He's a ghost who can possess living bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that he can like you know he's kind of a one trick pony, but he. He comes in and play in certain it's stories, yeah. So he, he he basically tells Hal like, "Listen, I've been going body to body for to all these Black Lanterns, trying to figure out what the hell we can do." Mm-hmm. And he learns from each one he transfers to like different things. And he's basically like, "Listen, what, what I've learned is that you can't kill Necron like the easy way. He'll transfer bodies like he just did. Yeah, like you need to destroy Black Hand because Black Hand is the one giving him the power to transfer bodies. Yeah, he's the surrogate." Yeah, so uh, Dead Man's like, just kill that guy and we're good. <laughs> and Hal's like, well, I'm not going to kill him, but I have a better idea. Well, um, I feel like you should have just killed him. Well, these are heroes, <laughs> I guess. Uh, I mean, Dead Hand. Oh, I, no, no, they didn't, they didn't have to kill him. They had to bring him back to life. Well, I think either one would have worked. Well, I'm, I guess I don't know how you kill him as a Black Lantern, but De- oh, Dead Man right. basically says, like, you got to get him off the board because yeah. like, he's the one giving him these powers. So, yeah, powers. then Hal's like, well, we'll bring him back to life. Yeah, exactly. So, Hal basically, like, takes uh, what he can from the life entity. Like, he basically does what Sinestro does. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, listen, like, he does, like, the lantern thing where it's like, instead of die, it's rise. And yep. it brings Black Black Hand back to life. No, it's live. Or it's, live. It's rise yeah. for the Black Lanterns. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so it's, yeah, live. And then he kind of black hand comes back to life and Necron's like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, Hal Jordan kind of like deputizes all these different white lanterns around him. Like with, yeah, the, with they the all, light. they become the white lantern core. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that part, that whole page was awesome. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so then they're able to kind of destroy the battery and lock away uh, Necron and mm-hmm. defeat him. Uh, and the interesting part too is that uh, by doing this, they actually do create like the white lantern core. Like that's a, a thing from this run on. So who stays in that? Uh, it's, there's not really a lot of active members. Kyle Rayner, uh, one of the Green Lanterns is in it for a while is like their main guy. Okay. Um, but it, it juggles around. I mean, what they, what they, what it mainly does here is, uh, I think seven or eight different heroes who were part of the Black Lantern Corps actually get oh. to stay alive. Okay. Because at the end of the comic, we actually see like Aquaman and yep. Martian Manhunter and, uh, Captain Boomerang and a few other people. <laughs> Captain Boomerang. <laughs> uh, they like, they've been chosen as like ones who are like... They stay, stay. Like, you need to be alive for some reason. Yeah. Um, well, and then, what was it? Uh, Freaking um, Ghost Man. Or Dead Man. Dead Man. Oh, he, yeah. He gets accidentally brought back to life. Right. He's like, what the hell? Like, yeah. I shouldn't be here. Yeah, like, I, I don't have any powers Yeah, now. like, I'm just a normal guy. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, for some reason, these people all get chosen, and that'll be followed up on uh, in an event that comes after this called Brightest Day. Okay. Um, Which is an okay book. I'm not a huge fan of it. I was going to say, that seems like it'd just be too many sunshine and rainbows. Well, it's not necessarily that. It's basically these people who were who did get chosen to be alive. It's all their stories and kind of them figuring out, like, what their mission is now. Okay. Like, why they I, were chosen. What is the emotion for that? Uh, Life. The okay. White Lantern Corpse is life. Well, that's not an emotion. It's not an emotion. No, the life <laughs> and death are on, like, they're not part so of the th- emotional core. It's like core. their own thing. Yeah, they're, like, yeah. at the top and the bottom, and then the emotional core is, like, all at the level. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, that book is basically all about them trying to figure out like why they want to be alive or like what their role is, okay. like why the White Lantern Corp kept them alive and not anyone else because okay. they have roles to play. I'm not a big fan of it because of what they did to Swamp Thing in that book, which I think <laughs> is some bullshit. Um, we don't. Well, but, but, yeah, we don't have to go into it. But. I, I do, and I, I'm gonna uh, because they they like the because what they say is during Blackest Night. Uh, this is apparently what was going on while we in this book we've been reading is Swamp Thing also got corrupted. Okay. Uh, and Swamp Thing's whole thing is like, you know, he has the memories of Alec Holland. But in this book, they're saying like Necron took him over and now he has the memories of Necron and he thinks he's Necron. So he's like an evil elemental, uh, which is pretty cool. Like, that's fine. Like, he, you know, it's the, a cool the idea. Earth is turning against him. But what they fuck up is when they when they bring him back, they're like, no, we need to bring him back as Alec Holland. That's how we save him. And so they bring Alec Holland back to life and then, like, combine him with Swamp Thing. Okay. So it's, like, a whole different character because, like, Swamp Thing isn't Alec Holland. Yeah. He just calls himself that. Yeah. So then, so now uh, in current continuity, they're, like, he's Alec Holland. It's such bullshit. So so they're basically saying the Alamore Swamp Thing got corrupted and died. Wow. (laughs) That's... So it's just like a normal guy walking around in a Swamp Thing body? For all intents and purposes, he's basically the same. But as far as continuity goes, Alamore Swamp Thing got corrupted got and, and fucked up and never came back. Okay. Yeah, so I hate it for yeah, that reason that's, alone. That sounds kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah, but um, so yeah, that's kind of where Blackest Night leaves. And it kind of leaves you uh, hanging where it kind of there's more to read in the Green Lantern direction. And like I said, Brightest Day kind of spins out of this too. Um, so there's more to read if, if, if you know, this if this does interest you. But if, if Blackest Night is the first thing you're reading, I definitely recommend going back and starting all of the Jeff Johns Green Lantern stuff. Yeah, it'd be nice to have the context in yeah. the back. Because this event, um, you know, it's pretty fun, but I don't know if I'm the biggest fan of it just because of the things I mentioned earlier where it's like once you figure out the, the, sh- the shtick, it's kind of like takes a lot of the oomph out of it because like yeah. the, the first four issues is just a lot of banter. It is, yeah. But the whole shtick thing didn't bother me because I think it's still a cool concept. Like even knowing that it's not actually them, yeah, that's like, fair. I think it still holds weight. But I mean, there's a lot of just unnecessary fluff in it. Yeah, like there's a lot of things with like Firestorm 
and like that would just it was just like yeah, there he, were like whole pages dedicated to it and it literally just led up to nothing yeah it's trying to be like a little bit for everybody but then at the yeah. same time one, if, as someone who's like already not totally loving the concept of Black Lanterns I'm sitting here reading it like okay okay yeah it's okay. like let's let's move on yeah because I'm not totally in love with the idea of Black Lanterns I think they're kind of boring but like they're cool enough where it's like you can make a big event out of it yeah like um, I, I think it's something that's cool for an event it's yeah. like it's like oh it's a zombie like apocalypse yeah. superhero thing like it's cool it's a cool idea yeah, but like as a like as a as a whole, like it doesn't hold. And up. to a little bit of an extent, it did kind of take the mystery out of what was a really cool, mysterious Alan Moore story. <laughs> Wait, which one? The the one that I oh, talked that, about. Oh, yeah, the, the Blackest Night one. Yeah, yeah. So like, the, it, because that story starts out on that planet of Ismal with these fucked up creatures, and you're like, whoa, what is this? Yeah. And then he leaves without ever knowing what it was. And so so ba- this is saying now that that was Necron. Yeah, that was Necron's planet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's like that was the death planet. See, I, f- I don't know. I, and that that kind of like cheapens things too that like death or like the whole thing, the entity in charge of death has like his own planet. Like it should just be like an ethereal being. Well, he, he Necron is, but the lantern itself is like oh, on the, that planet. That's where the lantern was. Yeah, okay. yeah. Gotcha. Um, but I, but what I, one thought I have is like <laughs> also at the end of this comic, they're like, all right, I guess this means no more resurrections. Yeah, what? How does that work? Well, I can tell you, it does. there are more. Like, okay, th- that you're never gonna stop heroes from coming back from the dead. I was gonna that say that will never happen. Because <laughs> like, does anything they do change any? They because all they did was like banish Necron, right? Yeah, I mean, for, for that's what they're trying to tell us is like, yeah, we've banned it. But then shortly after this, continuity gets reset. So I guess you can always say like, oh, what okay. did that happen? Oh, okay, but it's it continuity in DC is not worth talking about for even a minute. Yeah, they don't even care. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's kind of where that comic ends. The day is saved um, yes and uh it spins into a uh, brightest night but all of our heroes are you know superman's like ooh, i kind of did a bad thing <laughs> yeah right <laughs> um yeah after this uh would, and, okay what did the people say to lex luther after this they're just standing around like dude get the hell out of here yeah. you're an idiot mine i want more <laughs> there actually is a short uh superman arc that kind of tells like them trying to get the orange lantern ring off of him which oh is, really uh, i've heard is pretty good that could be cool yeah so that might be worth reading if you're interested in that um, that event, I mean, I, I'd give it like a solid like seven out of ten. Not my yeah. favorite event, but it, it's good enough for like kind of tying together all these Green Lantern stories and bringing it together in an epic way. I think that you know, I think that was pretty cool. Yeah, I liked it. Um, but I, I, I mean, what, out of the Jeff Johns Green Lantern stuff, my favorite thing is just all like the different other Green Lantern cores, like the you know the Love Lantern Corps, Rage, uh, you know Hope, and like all them. I think they're really cool. Yeah, that, that was one of the coolest things to me about this like run or this uh, event was just learning about and the, the whole the introduction of the Indigo Corps. Like yeah. all that was really cool. Yeah, I think my favorite one is the the Hope Lanterns. I like all will be well. Like yeah, I, I know. I really or, like them. Yeah, what are they? Or all yeah, the all will be well. That's like mm-hmm. their tagline. Yeah, yeah and, they're cool. And Saint Walker, like the the head one, was like this guy who was like you know his whole planet was exploding, but even till the very end, he's yeah, like the, all will be well. The blue dude. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. then like as his planet was exploding, he still held out hope. <laughs> so like he's holding out hope, and then the ring comes down. And it's like you have held out hope. You are you have been welcomed into our core. I know that's a really cool yeah, story. I, I love that. Um, but yeah, it's because like that it gets expanded on like just before this event and then more after. So it's like okay. all right around here. So it's the Jeff Johns Green Lantern is absolutely worth reading. It's a really, really fun book. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so after this, we'll be uh, going into some Green Lantern stuff that's not quite as good. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie after the, this. Yeah, the, the old classic. The official.
All right, so we, per request, we have uh, it was requested that we watch the Green Lantern movie, so thanks for that one. Uh, yeah. Again, Harmony Giant, thank you so much. I'm sure you're not um, a masochist. <laughs> you're a sadist. Or, yeah, you just want us to be tortured. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm glad he requested, because there's no way we would have ever, ever discussed this movie by choice. <laughs> I feel, I mean, bad, way back in the day when it first came out, I, you know, I'd be watching TV and it'd be on, like, FX or something like that, uh-huh. and, like, I'd, I'd try watching, like, a scene, and I'd be like, what the hell is happening? Right, and interestingly enough, this movie came out as black as uh, Blackest Night was going on. Oh, really? Yeah, in the issues after Blackest Night, I kept I kept reading after Blackest Night ended just because I was having fun with it, and mm-hmm. I kept reading. And like some of the issues open up with get a s- sneak peek of the Green Lantern movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh boy, they better hop on that. <laughs> yeah, right. Ooh, I, I was really loving Blackest Night. Where can I get more Green Lantern? <laughs> right. Ooh, a Ryan Reynolds movie. <laughs> this has got to be worth <laughs> it. Uh, but yeah, so we finally watched this. Uh, luckily, we didn't have to pay for it. Yeah. Uh, but it, this movie just I think my number one problem with it is the plot itself is not offensively terrible it's the definition of boring oh yeah but like it's not anything that's like crazy insanely bad it's just dull Mm -hmm. um but the main problem i think this movie has is it looks like shit it's so ugly because this was 2011 right yep like you can do better so much better you can do way better who was this sony or warner brothers oh i don't know Um, but i it was definitely a like a major studio oh yeah and like i don't know if they well they're they originally wanted this movie to launch their DC cinematic universe. Jesus Christ. Like, they eventually used Man of Steel as that movie, but they wanted to use this one, and that. then Man of Steel was going to branch off of that. I mean, Man of Steel compared to this is... And I don't even like Man of Steel. I, Man of Steel isn't that great, but it's like a freaking Oscar <laughs> oh, winner compared, compared to, to this. this, certainly. <sighs> this, like, everything in this movie is just hideous. It's so... It's ugly. It's hard to look at. Yeah, because it starts out with, like, uh, Abin Sur kind of, like, escaping Parallax, who for some reason was chosen the, as the villain of this he, movie. I will say he didn't look terrible. I think he did, but... <laughs> there's. Uh, I'm saying that in relativity uh, you, to everything Parallax, else. yeah. Yeah, or to uh, frickin', well, what's his name? Uh, oh, to either Hector Hammond or Abin Sur? <laughs> yeah. No, your dude. Your favorite guy. Uh, pig dude. Oh, Kilowog? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Kilowog is a nightmare in this movie. <laughs> He's terrible. Yeah. Oh, my. So, yeah. Abin Sir looks pretty bad, but He's... dull. He's like dull bad. Like, I can forgive it bad. Yeah. But it's still, ooh, it's, it's bad. bad. Abin, or, uh, Kilowog looks like I I didn't tell you I literally had a nightmare about Kilowog. Really? I'm not even kidding. Like I, I had one of those slow running nightmares like where you can't run and like Kilowog was like doing his like two frame animation the janky walk. walk. Yeah, and like coming after me like come here poser. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god." Like I was like, "I can't believe I had a, this movie actually gave me a nightmare." That's hilarious. Yeah. So I'm I'm in the fear fear lantern cord now. He yeah. converted me. Oh yeah. I have the bili- ability to feel great fear. <laughs> Because of this Kilowog monster. That's hilarious. Come here, Poozer. <laughs> Did you say Poozer in the movie? Poozer. That, that's like his uh, catchphrase oh, in the okay. comics. Yeah. Gotcha. It's like a... a Loser and Poozer? Oh, yeah. It, it's something like that. It's meant to be like alien. Ah, gotcha. An alien an cuss alien word. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And so like Abin Sir crashes and like uh, Parallax like kind of takes over like his... And one thing I don't understand is they don't explain why Abin Sur is in a spaceship in this. Yeah, they don't explain Cause anything Because it, it never him. made sense to begin with, but then Alan Moore went back and did his story with, like, you know, Planet 666, and then, like, that's what explains why he came back in the ship, because he couldn't use his ring. I was going to say, then, they kind of went into that in uh, Blackest Night. Yeah, because it ties in with his small, Yeah, because right? Sinestro talks about, like, how the Guardians kept the secret that all life was created on Earth, was right. started on Earth. 
Um, so it doesn't really explain it. It just shows him crashing. And then uh, he's alive for a while, though, after he crashes. Yeah, he gets, like, shot. He's, like, a hole in his chest. And then he's just chilling on the beach, like, (laughs) while the ring's just going to look for people. He's just chilling. Yeah, I really wish I would die faster. (laughs) This is taking a long time. I'm bleeding out really slowly. (laughs) It's, like, it's probably, like, the course of, like, a good 18 hours. Can this ring hurry up and find somebody to replace me so I can fucking die? I got to tell him, like, what the word is. He's got to know what's up. He's not going to know what the fuck is happening. And, like, it, when we get introduced to Hal Jordan, he's just, like, the worst. He, he, like, drives around, like, listening to, like, Nickelback and shit. Yeah, the, the opening, like, introduction of Hal Jordan is, like, the scene out of, like, not another teen movie. It is. He's it's like, so bad. He, like, wakes up with a strange girl. He's like, I don't know your name, but I gotta go, honey. Yeah, it's like, it's like help yourself, dad. There's tap in the sink, which was a decent joke. But it's, a, like, it's an okay line, but then we get his Nickelback montage yeah, as he jumps in his muscle car. Yeah, it's... Oh, God. Oh, my God. The, the way that the ring chooses Hal Jordan is a little different, because it actually... <laughs> Like it like kidnaps him. Yeah, like puts him in a big bubble. Yeah, and just like flies like, him across whoa. the city. Yeah, and he like speeds <laughs> off in a bubble. And Hell Jordan's like, "What the fuck, man? This is wacky." <laughs> and then it like drops him in a parking lot, like in a puddle. And it's like, ha ha ha. Yeah. And then he goes and finds Abin Sor, who's like still bleeding. He's like, <laughs> still chilled on the beach. I'm in really rough shape now. <laughs> and then he, you know, Hal gets his ring, and he's like, "Whoa, crazy costume." Yeah. And then like, uh, yeah, okay. Another thing about looking terrible. They made the costume CGI. It's oh, not, they didn't just, they couldn't have just done a suit. That's they, a terrible they choice. They made it, oh God. They didn't even make the eye part, like, yeah. practical. Nope, CGI. Even the eye mask is CGI, looks, and it makes him look like a freak. He looks like a, a terrible cartoon man. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. And so he gets beamed off for training and goes to Oa, like, for his training, and that's where we meet all the fucking terrible <laughs> CGI nightmares that are Chicken the Green man. Lantern Corps. Oh, and I'll tell you one thing I actually do appreciate about this movie is they included a lot of the weird lanterns, which people yeah, like to did. skip over because that's one of the cooler parts of like the Green Lanterns that especially like Alan Moore and Grant Morrison and like some of the older Green Lantern writers used. Um, it's like they would have like these weird, you know, life forms that show up as Green Lanterns. Like this guy just exists as like a virus. Yeah, like who was the chicken man? He, he I think uh, that's because he was in the raw. I think that was meant core. to. Yeah, I think that was meant to be Tomar Ree, but um, he he's just like a classic Green Lantern guy. Yeah, because yeah, I saw like a weird looking chicken guy in Blackest Night, but he was wearing a Sinestro a Sinestro core. Yeah, I don't remember if he was in the Sinestro core. If that's just a member of his core or of the like, maybe just a member, another okay. member of his race. I don't remember. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, we meet all these other lanterns, and yeah, they're scary looking. Like, yeah. I, I appreciate that they tried to use some of the weirder ones, but I wish it would have happened in a movie that knew how to do CGI. And like, and if you're going to do like a lot of the different Green Lanterns, why wouldn't you just have Jon Stewart? Or yeah, like, well, they, well, they wanted the, they can't do that because uh, Hal, that Hal's the first. Yeah, you got to have all the emphasis on Hal because I think they even because he's ex- the only human. Yeah, they, I think they even explain later like you know humans weren't meant to be Green Lanterns, but he crashed there, so now yeah. he's going to be one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so he's definitely like a, a rookie. There's no other human lanterns there. <laughs> Uh, but apparently that means nothing to them. Yeah, apparently like he can just walk up like he, uh, several times. He seems like in a big shot for no reason. Yeah, like Hal Jordan is kind of a big shot in the comics now, only because he's proved himself time and time again. Mm-hmm. But like at this point, like he just shows up and he's like, "Listen, I need a meeting with the Guardian, Sinestro. You don't know what you're talking about. Like I am the leader here. <laughs> like whoa, man. And like Sinestro actually like looks decent. Yeah, and he was the one character they did okay with. Yeah, Mark Strong, awesome actor. Yeah, and then, yeah, that his design like didn't look bad. Yeah, and like he does well with the role. I'm like, okay, that's Sinestro. But he was what was he in that movie? Probably 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, the only thing he does in that movie is meet with the guardian. He just like, bitches at the guardian over and over and over. Yeah. He has like the same meeting. Does and, and he else. goes after Parallax once, and like his teammates die, and then yeah. he runs away. Yeah, literally, like okay, when Hal first gets to Oa, there's like 
probably a hundred thousand lanterns like in this giant like uh freaking uh on the planet yeah yeah like this giant mountain structure and he's like we all need to band together to fight parallax or whatever this entity is and then like 20 minutes later sinestro flies to where the thing is with with, like like, six ten people yeah and they all just get bodied he's like let me go with my squad we'll handle it it's like didn't you just have like a hundred thousand people like what are you doing yeah why don't we send more people (laughs) and then yeah we get kilowog who's a fucking nightmare and uh, And, the uh, way he walks makes me very uncomfortable oh my look it up if you don't if you don't want to like don't watch this movie if you no, don't watch it. it i got spare yourself don't watch it but wa- look up a clip of kilowog because he is scary yeah like kilowog is supposed to be like a likable kind of like maybe a little bit of like like mean at first but like he's supposed to be kind of like a goofy likable you know fan favorite okay this looks like a fucking monster <laughs> Like, I might always have nightmares about him. I was going to say, I feel bad that you uh, that he's in your dreams now. You're yeah. hooked in. I like I couldn't run away from him. Oh, God, that sucks. He, he, he had too many... He would move too many movements in one frame. <laughs> <laughs> your frames were busted. Yeah, I, I'm going at 60 and I can't barely move. And he's going like... He's making huge strides every frame. Like, no. Oh, God. And Hector Hammond is in this movie, too, played by Peter Skarsgård. <laughs> and... He is hideous even before he makes his transformation. I know they they decided to give. I'm guessing Hector Hammond has that weird widow's peak in the comics. Well, yeah. Well, in, in the comics, he has like a giant forehead and yeah, like a widow's peak. Yeah, it's like because even before he gets the disfigured head, like his he just has like a ultra five. Yeah, head. they they led with a huge forehead and they're like, well, no, he gets a bigger one. <laughs> yeah, like why wouldn't they start out with a normal forehead and then make then that makes know. the ugly one look even worse? But yeah, he basically uses parallax to give himself like his Hector Hammond uh, telepathy powers. Well, he's like. He he gets Abin. How do you pronounce his name? Abinsur. He gets Ab. He's doing autopsy on Abinsur's body, and then like a weird, a little piece of jelly of parallax is inside his body and crawls into like uh, Hector Hammond. Basically, it's just Hector Hammond running around screaming, like trying to use his telepathy. His character is ludicrous. Every time he uses his powers, he screams. <laughs> like there's straight up a it's scene like, where it's just it's just a straight up cut of just <laughs> Hector like rising up from being knocked down by Hal, and he's just like he just does like a chicken. Yeah, ball, like he's a human chicken. It's it's so ridiculous. Yeah, it's hard to find redeemable aspects of this. And Carol Ferris is in this movie, but you you'd be hard pressed to even recognize her because she doesn't do anything. It, she basically just is like, like I'm this, so worried about you, Hal. Like I just don't want you to says. get hurt. Yeah. It's like okay, cool. She's <laughs> briefly shown as a pilot, which is the only reason I even understood that it was Carol. Exactly. And, yeah. Oh, can we talk about the the party scene? So there's a scene where he, like. Uh, Hector Hammond's like trying to like creep after Carol. Yeah. And freaking uh Hector's dad, if what's he's like some general or whatever. Yeah. He freaking takes a heli he's flying a helicopter over the party by like ten feet. Oh yeah. So then Hector like just f- like fucks up the engine, obviously, and it starts crashing. Okay, and then also the constructs in this movie, bad. They look terrible. They're all terrible. And like they're so uncreative, like Hell or hell literally saves the day by creating a Hot Wheels track. And this one's almost like overly creative. It's but he creates a Hot Wheels track that like sends the crashing helicopter like all around the party. Well, first of all, the helicopter crashes for a little bit, but everyone <laughs> yeah. dodges out of it the way perfectly. Perfectly. Where it should have killed like everybody. Everyone. <laughs> uh, but they all dodge out of the way, so it almost seems like everything's fine. Yeah. But then Hal Jordan like creates a Hot Wheels ramp for the and like puts it puts the helicopter on a car, yeah. and then the car goes on a <laughs> ramp and does like circles, and then flies off the ramp, and then falls and lands like a few feet away from Carol as he has her in like a protective bubble. Yeah, it's like, like dude, you could have just like stopped it. Why don't you try like a catcher's mitt? Yeah. Boom, <laughs> it's done. <laughs> you have no imagination, just, or like uh, the bad imagination. 
Yeah. It's like, whoa, look at this wacky. <laughs> like, no, dude, save some lives. Like, it's just so... That whole helicopter scene was ridiculous. It's so overthought. Yeah, so, I mean, this whole movie, I'm just kind of sitting there like, oh, my... Like, I'm kind of glad we watched it just for the laugh. Like, just <laughs> it for was the factor of knowing what happened. A lot of laughs. Um, And then the Swiss Sinestro, like, they decided to use Parallax as the villain in this movie, which is a terrible decision. <sighs> because they... And well, they, get, but if, I mean, it makes sense now that they wanted this to be the launching point. Because then, of course, at the end of the movie... Or after the credits, it's Sinestro putting on the Sinestro. The ring. audacity of that to assume you're going to get a sequel. This, I know. this fucking bullshit. Movie. Right. <laughs> like they they put that in, and the editor's like, "So is this going to be for the sequel? You really think we're going to get a sequel, huh?" Well, like, uh, so was their thought process like, "Okay, even if this movie sucks, as soon as they see Sinestro putting that ring on, we're locked in for a sequel." I, I think they just assumed. I don't know what I don't know what like, they could have been thinking. Where they're like, or they had enough confidence to just assume. I mean, like, I kind of. I kind of, like, can understand the whole, like, let's not blow our load on the best villain, like, right away. But I at the guess. same time, well, it's You better like, have something locked and loaded that's better than that or something. Which they didn't. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like, they just, they included Hector Hammond, which should have been enough, and but like, no, no. And I, I, we didn't really talk about it much, but Parallax's design in this, he's just like a flying hair spaghetti Medusa monster. Yeah, they basically went the Galactus route with it, like they did in Fantastic Four 2. Yeah, and there are moments where it looks kind of cool, but... 80% of the time, it just It's a big like, cloud. It's just a giant big poop cloud. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I'm fear. <laughs> yeah. you know, I can't really see it. I can't tell. What are and you? I, although I will say um, the animation or like how they portrayed like him sucking the souls out of people looked pretty dope. Mm. But beyond that, it was just bad. Yeah. So, I mean, this movie, I would give like a solid three out of ten. This is not three. a good movie. Yeah, three out of ten. I think a three is being generous. Three is like the nicest you could be. I'm trying. Let's try and name three positive things about this movie. The the animation of them getting the soul sucked out. Sinestro um, looked okay. Sinestro, yes, yeah, Sinestro looked good. Uh, and oh um, boy, a third one. Um, uh, it had a runtime less than two hours. <laughs> no, it. Oh yeah, just barely though. Barely an hour and fifty minutes. Yeah, I think uh, that's about it. Honestly, it still ran, ran a little bit long. It's it's being it's being generous. That's being very generous. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we got that one out of the way. We're not yeah. watching that movie. Again. I mean, we can at least say we've seen it. We so, can. So we have the right to shit on it. That's right. We've seen it. We have seen it. So at the end, they show Sinestro getting the yellow ring, and he looks cool. <laughs> and looks I'm like, awesome. fuck this. Fuck this. Your best design character, and you don't even use him in the movie. They ruined it. Uh, but yeah, that, that's our Green Lantern episode. Fucking goddamn it. <laughs> so Blackest Night we liked. We did not like. Uh, we did not like the movie. I'm, I'm interested. I'm, I'm sure there's no one listening to this that likes that movie. No. But if there's if there's someone out there that like has a decent amount of like constructive criticism that has that thinks that, that, that thinks it's redeemable, moments, yeah. I'd love to hear. About I'd it. love to hear it. Like I'm, we won't even shit on it. I'm very no, curious. To I'm just, not just like in a jest. Like I, I'd love to yeah. hear some like. So actual... write into us if, if you've got other thoughts on that movie. Like oh, maybe yeah. we gave it a hard time. I don't know. But... I mean, I, I'm very cynical when it comes to movies. So I went in like joking, like maybe I'll love this. Like, <laughs> and during the opening scene, they do a good job of like introducing the Green Lantern yeah. corpse. And I remember looking at you. I'm like, I like this so far. <laughs> yeah. And then immediately, <laughs> and after. immediately it stopped. And then I started hearing the Nickelback. Nickelback came in. Oh no. Nickelback, but Nickelback like B plus Nickelback, Nickelback light, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the Nickelback cover band, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that'll do it for our Green Lantern episode. Thanks again, Harmony Giant, for the request because this, oh, yeah. this was a good one. Uh, but we got Eric to, to read his first uh, comic book event. Yeah, yeah I loved it. So uh, we're digging in then. So uh, next week we'll actually be reading uh, Watchmen. Uh, we're going to be joined by yeah. uh, Josh from the our Let's Play channel is going to be joining us to yep. discuss Watchmen, and then after uh, we're going to be doing a three part series on that. Okay. So the first episode we're actually going to be reading. We're going to do all twelve issues of Watchmen. Just kind of cover that uh, briefly. Doomsday Clock? Yep. Oh, yeah. After that, we'll be doing Doomsday Clock. Oh, okay. The original Watchmen. 
Yeah. Okay, I and thought then, you meant, oh, I got you. Yeah, and then in the second episode, we'll discuss more of the TV show and then d- discuss Doomsday Clock. And then by the third episode, Doomsday Clock will actually be done. So we'll be able to talk about how Doomsday Clock oh, finished. Oh, nice. Um, which, so at this point, nobody knows how it ends, but by December we will. Yeah. Or by late December. Nice. Um, so yeah, and then, uh, like I said, if you want to leave more fan requests, we actually do have one more fan request in the queue, uh, for once we finish the Watchmen, so thanks again for that request. Uh, so if you want to leave one, definitely let us know. Um, if you missed your chance and you didn't get to leave a five-star review to get a free request in, you can definitely still do it. We have, uh, our Patreon is, is, uh, at patreon.com slash agents of comic book, and you can leave a request just by joining at the $5 limit. So yeah. it's pretty easy, like, if you want to leave a request. Like, you don't have to stay a Patreon subscriber. I'm not going to hold you to it. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you just want to request it for the month and then cancel it when that month's over just to get your episode in there, fucking, you know, I don't give oh, a yeah. shit. Go for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, if there's some you really want to have us read or, like, want to have a discussion about, then... Yeah, throw it out there. By um, all means. So we'll add it to the queue immediately if you uh, sign up on Patreon. Or if you want to sign up just at the $1 level, there are some benefits there. Like, if you're at the $1 level, we'll take your suggestion very seriously. Like, if we have nothing else to do, we'll do it right then. Oh, yeah. If you're at the $1 like, level. And if you suggest something, like, we like or have, like, a huge interest Yeah, we'll push it to then. the front of the list. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no reason not to if we already are planning on doing it. Yeah, exactly. Um. So, yeah, so definitely, if you're interested in that, check us out on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, otherwise, I will, next week we'll be doing The Watchmen. So uh, we hope that you will join us next time, but I hope you have the compassion to uh, to understand that, that we need you here. The compassion of Adam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because um, apparently he's got the most. But if you don't join us, I'll be, feel intense rage in my heart. And you'll destroy them like Mera. Yes. I'll who have apparently the, I'll, has the highest of rage. <laughs> that's right. And I'll have the willpower to love you. Think, did I use all the corpse? No, but you'll fear it no, when I'm. Well, you'll you'll be very afraid when I'm in love with you. You'll be afraid <laughs> of the love. <laughs> That's right. All right, I tied them all in there. Yeah, I like it. Uh, so join us next time. Goodbye. See you later.